Are you tired of a short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hello and welcome everyone. This is the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. And today I want to talk to you about rebalancing your hormones and really helping your body get well from the inside out. You know, this is a thing that so many Americans struggle with. You know, it really targets women more than anyone else. But when we get down to the really the the brass tacks of things is we don't want to just get into this, this repetition of taking medications and synthetic hormones to try to balance these hormones when there's some things you can do naturally that you really got to start off with first before you ever go down that synthetic road. And, and it's being consistent with things too, because I have patients come in all the time that say, you know what, uh, you know, I've tried doing this or that naturally. I tried it for a couple of weeks or a couple of months. It didn't work. So I'm taking these synthetic hormones because I just can't take these symptoms anymore. But your body can't even change unless you give it the time to change and doing the right things consistently. So it takes at least three months minimum for your physiology to change. So that's your endocrine system. It's going to take at least three months, but some people might take closer to 12 to 18 months. It just depends really how long your body's been struggling with this and what you've been putting your body through. So, you know, hormones such as estrogen, testosterone, uh, adrenaline, and insulin, they're all extremely important chemical messengers that affect so many aspects of just your overall health. But there are hormones secreted by various different glands and organs in your body too, including things like your thyroid, which is a very common one that I see being affected in people today, men and women. Uh, The adrenals, the pituitary, the ovaries, the testicles, the pancreas. But when we look at it, the entire endocrine system works together to control the level of hormones circulating through your body. And if even one or more of these is even slightly imbalanced, it can cause a widespread major health problem. It's like this cascading effect. And so we just can't go around chasing things and then trying to just, you know, cover up one hole when another hole pops up somewhere else. It's kind of like that, you know, the the leak in the boat in the like the cartoons you see where, you know, the boat starts leaking and the the cartoon character puts his finger in there and then it pops up somewhere else and he puts his other finger in there and then it pops up in another place. He puts his toe there and it's just like eventually we run out of fingers to plug up the holes, right? And if we don't address the cause, those things are going to keep popping up in our life and it's going to create some real havoc in our lives as well. So what we don't want to do is we don't want to just get stuck into this conventional treatment for restoring our hormones because it's usually in a synthetic form and there's things like replacement therapy, hormone replacement therapies, birth control, insulin injections, thyroid medications, and the list can go on from there. But unfortunately, for the majority of people suffering from hormonal disorders, they rely on these synthetic treatments often times to do um, one of three things. And one is that it makes people dependent on taking prescription meds for the rest of their lives in order to keep their symptoms under control. The other thing that'll happen is it simply masks the symptoms, but doesn't solve them, which means you're gonna develop abnormalities uh, later on, and they're gonna create more progressed disorders. And the third thing that's gonna happen from taking these things consistently is it's gonna cause a higher risk for a lot more serious side effects, like stroke, 
osteoporosis, anxiety, reproductive problems, cancer, and again, the list can go on from there. But the good news is there are some natural ways that you can balance your hormones and get to the root of your your problem and really totally sidestep all the negative effects associated with synthetic treatment. So let's help you understand really what the endocrine system is, right? You hear about the endocrine system, it, it sounds complex, and it really is. To fully understand your hormones and your health, you got to understand what's going on and that these things are working together to create this homeostasis, this balance in your body. And basically the endocrine system is in charge of coordinating all the relationships between your organs and your hormones and the chemicals that are being released into your bloodstream from the cells within your endocrine glands. Now, once your hormones are in the circulation, they target specific tissues and cells and they'll bind out in different receptors on the surface of these cells and they'll start to create these basically pathways and these chemical chain reactions that happen to help your body function at its best and adapt and thrive and create health, not creating disease. But there's a lot of different glands that make up your hormones or your hormone system. For instance, the pituitary gland, it's like the master gland is what the nickname for that is. And it's responsible for sending information from your brain to other glands in your body, but it produces a lot of different hormones that travel throughout the body. Um, and even that's made up into different sections of the pituitary. So I won't get into detail with those, but you know, some of these hormones include things like thyroid stimulating hormone, uh, follicle stimulating hormone, luteinizing hormone, and then also adrenocorticotropic hormone as well. These are all super important for this normal processes on a daily basis. Uh, they're responsible for you know constriction of your blood vessels and oxytocin released into your bloodstream, which helps with uh, milk production. And there's all kinds of responsibilities that these things have. But when we look at these main groups of hormones, there's like amine hormones, peptide hormones, protein hormones, steroid hormones. They all have different functions and different responsibilities. But really when it's all these hormones are sending messages like they're supposed to, uh, they get out through the body. They, they create all these cellular mechanisms um, for the intended cells that they're supposed to. And you see a body that's working in harmony and life is good and life doesn't have to be bad because of your hormones. A lot of times people label these like your hormones, like they're a bad thing. And they're the most like amazing thing when they're working well, and when you're supporting those systems. So when just one or more of these hormones is even slightly imbalanced, it can lead to a, a lot, just a widespread um, health effect uh, that'll affect your growth, sexual development, function, sleep, is a big one, metabolism and in your hunger, which we all know those two are going to lead towards that weight gain or that inability to lose the weight, the weight loss resistance, all those things that we want to really avoid. So some of the most common signs that you are and even symptoms of hormone imbalances include things like infertility or irregular periods, the, the weight gain or weight loss, an, an ability, inability to really maintain that, depression and anxiety, fatigue, insomnia, the low sex drive, just the changes in appetite, maybe even digestive issues, and even like hair loss or hair thinning. But when we look at all these, there's some specific problems associated with some of the most common hormonal imbalances. And they include things like estrogen dominance, right? We hear about those things being involved with higher incidence of breast cancer, but it changes um, your sleep patterns. It can create changes in the weight and appetite and even higher perceived stress and really slowing down that metabolism. 
And then there's even things like PCOS, which we're seeing this a lot more in younger women too, um, which really just affects your life in a huge way. And it can affect infertility, the weight gain, um, a lot higher risk for diabetes, and a lot more with acne, abnormal hair growth. And then we get into low estrogen, which is really going to deplete your sex drive and just all kinds of reproductive issue problems, menstrual cycles, and of course, change the mood. And then hypothyroidism, which is going to really slow down, hypothyroidism is going to slow down the metabolism, but it's going to really just create a lot of fatigue and anxiety and irritability in your life. And then in the other, in that same aspect of low hormones is low testosterone. So in guys, it's going to create things like erectile dysfunction. It's going to um, create muscle loss, the fatigue as well, even mood-related problems there too. And then when we have the opposite of the hypo, which is hyperthyroidism, this is going to lead towards a lot of things like you think of hair thinning, the anxiety. It'll start to affect the digestive system like IBS, a lot of trouble sleeping, even start to affect the heartbeat, like racy, skippy heartbeat type of stuff. And then diabetes, Right, these are all just from the insulin pathways as well. It's going to create a lot higher risk for vision problems, trouble breathing, skin problems as well, even nerve damage, that neuropathy, and then of course one that probably plagues more people across the the map is adrenal fatigue, especially in our high stress state environment and, and culture that we live in. So, which is going to lead towards more aches and pains and anxiety and the trouble sleeping and the brain fog. And so, you know, you think you have this like life-threatening disease that's creating these issues. And it's really just some basic stuff that we got to get back to, right? Get back to some roots. So when we look at really the risk factors that cause hormone imbalances, there's a few big ones that we can look at. So there's, there's really a, like a multifactorial disorders, meaning they're caused by a combination of factors, like your diet, your medical history, genetics can play a part into it. Um, stress levels, exposure to your toxins and just your environment. But some of the major contributors include things like food allergies and gut issues. Now there's a lot of research playing into this and we're seeing this a lot more common with kids that have been vaccinated. So we're just going to see this continue to get worse, especially with more and more vaccines that they're pushing on kids. And even now they're targeting more adults and older people as well. Uh, But it all starts there. Um, Being overweight is a big one. You know, high levels of inflammation caused by a poor diet or just that sedentary lifestyle. You know, there is a small percentage that's going to be genetic susceptibility, but it's not the biggest thing. And another huge one that I see is toxicity. So exposure to pesticides, toxins, cigarettes, you know, other harmful chemicals that you might not even realize you're getting exposed to. And then probably one of the most underrated but most common causes is going to be the high amounts of stress, especially now when we live in a tech world and instant gratification for everything. It's just a a go, go, go world, create a lot more issues for us. So I really want to get into the seven, you know, best ways to balance your hormones naturally. I'm going to give you a bonus one as well, which is probably the most important, which we have to start with, but I'm going to leave it till the end. So when we look at step one, um, well, first thing I want you to do is start swapping your carbs for healthy fats. So, you know, eating a variety of foods and, you know, in short, medium and long chain fatty acids is going to key to really keeping your hormones in balance and in check, but you don't want to starve your body of fat because your hormones are directly dependent on that fat to help regulate your hormones and help transport hormones. And if we're starving ourselves of that, you're going to starve yourself of creating the hormones that you need in your life. And so some of my favorite sources of this, like the anti-inflammatory healthy fats include things like coconut oil, avocados, grass-fed butter, and even wild-caught salmon. 
And, you know, coconut oil has some great uses. Uh, heck, you can use it in your body, on your body, around your body. It doesn't matter. It's this great stuff. It has a lot of natural fat-burning, antibacterial effects. Um, but the, you know, the avocado benefits also include things like improving your heart health as well as lowering the inflammation. A lot of good nutrients in there. Um, but the salmon nutrition is also impressive because it's one of the best sources of omega-3 fatty acids, which are known to lower your inflammation, but also help with cognitive function too. So we're talking brain health. And so you really want to just as a rule of thumb, steer clear from all oils that are high in your omega-6s. So these are going to be things like your safflower, sunflower, corn, cottonseed, canola, basically all the C's and the S's, um, soybean, and even peanut oils, but then you want to really load up on the omega-3s instead. So not only your wild fishes, but your flaxseed, your chia seed, walnuts, grass-fed animal products. And, and these are, these are great. Um, but you really want to make sure that you're just, you know, putting those in your body on a consistent basis. And then step two is we want to use adaptogenic herbs. So adaptogenic herbs really help regulate your body and your hormones. In addition, they boost your immune function too. So it really helps you combat stress. And this is a lot of research on things like ashwagandha. You can use medicinal mushrooms, rhodiola, and holy basil because what they all, like a lot of these things do is they actually help improve thyroid function. They'll naturally lower the cholesterol into more um, normal ranges there. They'll reduce anxiety and depression. They also reduce your brain cell degeneration, which we all want to make sure we keep lots of um, brain cells, right? But here's the thing. It's like these fats are so important. And going back to that for a second, because like just for instance, uh, my wife Deidre, when she was having some struggles with her period, it was one of the things that was happening was she had really lowered her fat intake and because she was going through some training um, for some pageants she was going through. And, and as soon as she started to kick that fat back up, boom, her period started to come back. And so, but that's, that's a great thing. But if you continue to fluctuate like that and, and you affect your body going back and forth, back and forth, it's really going to start to create some potential long-term problems where it won't be as easy to just, okay, start putting fat back in your body and everything's going to be just fine again. Your body takes time to kind of get out of that shock system. So just be, just be aware of that. And then, you know, I, I love those adaptogenic herbs because they're extremely beneficial in balancing the hormones, especially like the ashwagandha with a thyroid, um, just reversing damage, like cellular damage. Cause if you're going to get well, we got to fix the cell. All right. That's so important to understand. And then we look at step three, um, addressing emotional imbalances. So when you talk to a lot of traditional Chinese medicine practitioners, like the, what they call TCM practitioners, they really are big around internal emotions having a direct impact on a person's health. And until you address those emotional imbalances, the external factors like the lifestyle choices and things like that are really going to be associated with the hormone imbalances on the inside of your body. So when you look at things, you've got to address those fears, those anxieties. For instance, fear um, is associated with the reproductive organs, kidneys, and adrenals and affecting the cortisol levels. Right, and this will lead towards things like the PCOS. Um, also, you can look at things like uh, frustration, impatience, and forgiveness will more affect things like the liver and lead towards estrogen imbalance. And so this is huge because when you start to address these emotional causes, a lot of other things get better as well. And so, you know, like when I find myself getting really, you know, frustrated or upset, you know, that's when I see that 
uh, you know, I'm more likely to get sick or my energy levels go down. Uh, you know, with my wife Deidre, when she was going through those struggles, it was helping her get her sleep back. And it was from taking away from some of the emotional stresses in her life that, you know, things that she was just go, go, go and learn how to say no to some things that it started to help her start to sleep and start to get her body back in balance too. And so it's just a matter of getting your body back in balance and removing those interferences. And it kind of brings me back too to this um, employee that we used to have. And, uh, you know, she came in just overweight and um, had PCOS and hadn't had a period in years and was told she was never going to be able to have a child. And once she started to apply these principles and started to clean up her lifestyle and started to get adjusted and remove the interference that was going to the reproductive organs and just started to apply the, the five foundations of health consistently, well, guess what? Started to lose weight, lost like I think 60 or 70 pounds, um, was able to actually get pregnant. Um, obviously before that, her uh, period came back and I mean, there was just a lot of changes, but it wasn't until she put all those things together and it took probably about, oh geez, probably close to two years. And finally those things started to happen, but it's just giving yourself that time, um, and that permission to be consistent and to make those changes and to not judge yourself while you're going through that. And you'll question yourself sometimes that's, that's normal, but just being consistent and having that faith in your body is huge. Now I also want to look at essential oils because essential oils are huge in a lot of different areas of your life. I, I love these, especially when you're trying to get chemicals and toxins out of your body. In fact, a great resource um, to look at just getting the right personal products and home products in your body is going to the environmental working group. So you can go to ewg.org and I'll put that up on the show notes as well. So you can check that out. And uh, they've compared and evaluated 72,000 products and ranked them from level of you know, toxicity to cleanliness. And so that's really clear. But to get into the essential oils, clary sage is a great one to help balance estrogen um, because it create or it has and contains natural phytoestrogens, uh, which is going to help from PCOS to PMS symptoms as well. Um, but you can like diffuse three to five drops of this. Um, you can even massage it um, into like, if you're having cramps and pain, massage it into uh, the lower part of your stomach as well. Um, or any other area that you have concern also, um, there's fennel Well, fennel is really good, um, in autoimmune reactions, including thyroid disorder. So you can rub like two drops of fennel into your stomach or add one or two drops to a glass of warm water or tea and take that internally. Um, lavender really good for emotional balance. Just put, you know, diffuse five drops at home or even just put a few drops, um, on your temples as well really helps sandalwood is another one that's really great for increasing libido reducing stress mental clarity again just take two to three drops in your wrist or on the bottom of your feet and then thyme um, oil is also a really good one for progesterone production so again just to add a couple drops um, to warm water or like a bath or just rub it um, into your feet or into your abdomen as well on the back of your wrist and then we look at uh, step five, which is supplement to fill nutritional voids. So a lot of times we're just not getting the right nutrients in our body. And so there's things like evening primrose oil, which is a great omega fatty acid um, that you can use. Vitamin D is really going to be a key um, component in helping transport um, hormones as well. So you want to be taking around 2,000 to 5,000 IUs daily of vitamin D3. And you're going to be on the upper end of that if you live in darker places, you know, up into the the northern to, to middle part of the United States and above. 
Uh, and then we also look at bone broth because that really helps with the digestive system, which is going to play into your hormones. And there's a whole connection there, but we don't have enough time to go into all that. And then also probiotics as well. We talk about decreased inflammation because that really affects your hormones and especially your thyroid glands. Okay. And then we look at step number six, which is um, being aware of medications and birth control. So, I mean, are you aware that these things are going to affect your hormones? Right, they're like the leading cause to side effects like fatigue, appetite changes, hormone imbalances, sleep patterns, low libido, even depression. These are common side effects and the most common medications taken today. And so, hormone um, balance is going to be affected and messed up by taking like corticosteroids, stimulants, statins, dopamine, agnox, um, agonists, um, rexinoids glucocorticoids. I mean, there's, I mean, pretty much every medication you can think of is going to affect your hormones. Um, but if there was one thing you could avoid and stop today, and if I could talk you into doing anything, it's to get off the pill, right? Because this is a type of hormone therapy, which really affects your estrogen levels in dangerous ways and can create many complications. But if you're to this one thing, there's a lot of other ways to prevent a pregnancy if you need to. Um, and my thoughts on taking the pill can be centered to one way, which is no birth control, just say no, because the long-term studies show that um, it creates uh, breakthrough bleeding between cycles, increased risk for breast cancer and uterine bleeding, blood clotting, and even heart attack and stroke, um, migraines, uh, high blood pressure, weight gain, back pain, um, benign liver tumors, breast tenderness. I mean, there's a lot of side effects. And then just trying to get back your period naturally afterwards is super tough sometimes. In fact, sometimes it doesn't come back at all. And so not something you want to mess with. And then number seven, get more sleep. You know, if you're not getting that seven to eight hours of sleep, you're really not doing your body any favors. And disturbing that natural circadian rhythm can be one of the worst habits to wreck your hormones because your hormones work on a schedule. <laughs> Case in point, right? Cortisol is a stress hormone. It's regulated at midnight. Therefore, people who go to bed late never truly get a break from their sympathetic, their fight or flight response. So you're always on that, just like on the edge, right? So we don't wanna just continue to, to go down that route. Now, you can do things to test your hormones, like there's um, saliva testing uh, to do like DHEA, and um, your estrogen and progesterone. You can do blood testing as well. Uh, you can do urine testing. There's even follicle-stimulating hormone testing, which is going to be really good for you know testing maybe your premenopausal women. Um, but whatever you do, just don't dive into just taking these synthetic hormones. There's a lot better things we can do. And number eight, this is the bonus one, probably the most important, but it's making sure, sure you're getting your nervous system functioning at its best, right? Because if your brain which is like affecting your pituitary gland and sending those signals down to say your thyroid or your reproductive organs or your pancreas for your insulin or whatever is not getting the signals there, then that organ is going to be shutting down quicker and it's not going to get the production it needs and you're going to struggle. And until you get those organs functioning at their best, they can't do their job to work amongst that whole synergy of your whole endocrine system. And so if you haven't had your nervous system checked for subluxations, which are that misalignment in the, in the spine that'll pinch nerves and affect that area of your body, then you should definitely do that. And this is not about like 
getting adjusted once in a while by a chiropractor. This is actually like, you know, getting x-rays. And if you need to get damage corrected, we'll get it corrected and, and do it through um, someone like a chiropractor who can actually do structural change. And, and then you can build on that and start to do these other things. And if you start to do these other things that I talked about um, and put those all together and a plan, you, you will start to get better and you will reach your fullest potential. And you're going to give yourself the best odds, the best chances to avoid the cancer, to avoid the miserable um, menopause symptoms, to be able to get yourself pregnant, to be able to, uh, you know, really just enjoy life, right? And not have to struggle and not have to be in this place of fear all the time uh, because you're worried about what disease you're going to develop because your mom or your aunt or your grandma or your brother or whoever it is had these issues that are going on in their life. And so I just want to encourage you to just start to take these things and start to implement one or two and just start to be consistent with it. And the, the only thing you got to do is just have a plan and be consistent with that plan. And, and that is the difference maker right there. So have a blessed day. Remember your body needs no help healing. It just needs no interference. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. To get this and other episodes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com or listen to the Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. 